Welcome back to the Sutras Podcast. This is the second episode now that we're going to be talking about Guru Hargobind's battle uh, with Shah Jahan. This is his third battle. So in the previous episode, I gave a very uh, succinct, very, you know, very short summary of the first two battles. And also in the previous episode, we talked about now Jodrai, who's a Sikh of Guru Hargobind, now planning out this battle uh, that they're about to take. So... Uh, his plan was to take Guru Hargobind south about four or five kilometers, set up defensive positions around this pond there so they could control the water supply. And there was no other water supply nearby. And also it was strategically positioned such that it could repel a force coming from the southeast from Delhi and also from uh, northwest coming out from Lahore. So now in chapter 39 that we're covering, Guru Hargobind wakes up in the morning. Uh, this is about 2 to 3 a.m. He does his morning morning bathing, and then the battle drums uh, sound off. And the battle drums then awake everybody. Jodurai, his army, the Sikh army as well. Kavi Santok Singh here, the author, gives a very vivid account of how Guru Hargobind then dresses, you know, preparing for battle. So it talks about how he, he adorns, he puts on this new uh, jama, they call it. This is a Persian word, it's for Persian type of royal dress and it mentions that Guru Hargobind puts on a very long uh, jola, a very long jama, long Persian dress. Then he ties his uh, turban, dastar is the word used here, and it's white in color with silver uh, embroidery on it as well. On the turban, he on the dastar he puts a plume, a kalgi, and the kalgi, the plume has jewels, rubies uh, in it as well. And, it, and they, um, they're so shiny and they're so beautiful that it, it sends off light as if you know, he had uh, lamps on his, <laughs> on his head. They were that uh, reflective and that uh, beautiful. Then around his neck, he places uh, a shoulder strap, a gatra, with a kanda, a double-edged sword uh, attached to it. And then on his waist, he ties this very um, fancy fabric. It talks about how it's very uh, thin. Um, he ties a waistband, kamarkasa, and in the waistband, he puts a katar, a punch dagger. Also on the waistband um, is a quiver. So the quivers were not worn, uh, as people may see in the Western world now, on the back. In India, the style was to wear the quiver around your waist. So the quiver was attached uh, to his waistband and in the quiver he had all these really, uh, really super sharp arrows there as well. So this is the description that Kavi Santok Singh gives to how Guru Hargobind is getting ready now for battle and as he's about to, to get on his horse, Jodhrai had sent a messenger to Guru Hargobind uh, saying that um, let me ride with you, we'll, we'll go, both armies will go together. So then the, sh the scene shifts over to where Jodhrai is getting ready. And Jodhrai, as he's getting ready, his wife is there. So Jodhrai, how he even came into the Sikh community was because of his wife. So his wife was the daughter of a Sikh and she was a very devout Sikh. So in previous episodes, previous stories when Jodhrai comes up, it always mentions his wife there as well. And, and how his wife would pay a lot of respect to Guru Hargobind. Uh, 
So now Jodra is getting ready for battle. He's about to leave his place. His wife is there watching him get ready. And his wife says to him, he says, listen, Guru Hargobind is not a normal person. He's playing this game that he's a normal, normal person. But Guru Hargobind is, uh, in every sense, divine. He's the all-powerful, he's the all-knowing. Um, even if, you know, the, the God of Heaven would, were to come down, Indra, with his army, Guru Hargobind could repel them as well. So don't be afraid now you're leaving now for this big battle. But don't have any doubt in your mind that who you're fighting with is not going to protect you. So because of this, do not cower out here. Do not, uh, do not come back. Do not retreat. Fight with courage here. Fight with so much courage that it makes the Guru happy. And that, that you should remember. Do never forget this and never forget your lineage either, your family. Because if you come back here, you're going to be a coward. You'll curse uh, all of your lineage. So do the opposite of that and make sure that, you know, there's great praise on us, our whole family here. Jodhrai uh, very humbly agrees with his wife saying that, you know, you've instilled a lot of love and faith uh, in, in me for Guru Hargobind. And don't worry, I, I won't ever abandon the Guru. You know, I'm ready to, to lay my life at his feet here. So a very touching moment as, you know, husband and wife, uh, May never see each other again. Jodhrai then leaves um, and uh, meets up with Guru Hargobind. It talks about how Jodhrai has a thousand soldiers. They're broken up into mercenaries and also his family who are warriors. And Guru Hargobind with him there at that camp has 3,000 warriors. So when Jodhrai then gets together with the Guru, Jodhrai uh, does a salutation, bows down to Guru Hargobind. <clears throat> they uh, begin to set off. Guru Hargobind calls for uh, John Pai. So John Pai was that original horse that got um, <laughs> stolen by Billy Chand uh, from the uh, from the hor uh, from the fort of Lahore. So the original name of John Pai was uh, Dilbag, and they also called for Gulbag, and then Guru Hargobind changes his name there, the second horse, and he changes his name to Suhila. So, in realizing that Suhila now has just come just the night before from, uh, from Lahore, because Bibi Chang had brought him back, he says, okay, Suhila needs to rest. What I'll do is I'll ride John Pai from here down to the battle position. And he's just looking at the horse and he's saying, wow, this horse is so beautiful. This horse is as if, so um, in Hindu, Hindu mythology, Vishnu has a mount and his name is Garad. He's this bird and uh, a very, he's known for his beauty, his agility, uh, his devotion to Vishnu. And uh, Guru Hargobind says this, this horse is as if it's, it's a gutter. It's as if it's Vishnu's mount here. So they set off and they ride together. Um, Guru Hargobind calls Jodhrai up and says, okay, we're going to ride together here. So, you know, don't put me at front. We're, we're riding together. It's a great sign of uh, friendship between them. And as now Guru Hargobind is riding John Pai for the first time, he he basically begins to test test the horse out. So it talks about how uh, Guru Hargobind then would uh, really give it with the horse. He'd you know really ride very fast. He'd start doing jumps with the horse, and he's just amazed at how amazing this horse was. You know, it talks about how agile the horse is, like a deer is able to shift very quickly and change direction. 
uh, how quick it is that it can leave the wind in, uh, leave the wind behind it, um, how it can do very long jumps, how it can do very high jumps, and uh, the guru was just amazed at this, saying, "Wow, what a what a beauty of a horse this horse is!" and and uh, basically, I can't go far enough to praise this horse. He says that if you collected all the the great virtues and abilities of all the horses in the world and you put them in one horse, this would be that horse. This is so good. Um, and then as they're riding, they're thinking, they're talking about this horse, and they're also talking about Bidichan, saying, "Man, how great was Bidichan that he was able to bring this horse back from Lahore." And uh, then Guru Hargobind, because Bidichan had just come back the day before, you know is telling the story again to Jodhrai saying ah you know what he did he got them all drunk and uh, he tricked them all he brought this horse and not only that he brought the second horse and while he brought the second horse he even got them to put the saddle on the horse and he still took it and Guru Hargobind just could not stop praising Vidichan how amazing he was for for bringing this horse so eventually as they're discussing this Jodhrai and Guru Hargobind on their about four to five kilometer uh, track down south to their uh, spot they eventually reach there and um, it describes the place as very barren uh, you know just with this pond around it the pond had very clean clean water in it though um, such that they could use it as a water source and uh, Jodhrai then approaches the place and he says yeah this is the spot this is where we need to set up here and he was telling Guru Hargobind that you know I used to come hunting around this area and when I would come hunting I always used to think that you know if I ever needed to have a battle with anybody I would draw them into this position because they would be extremely vulnerable they wouldn't have water um, at, at a very far distance so they would probably run away and we can catch them at that point so he's telling Guru Hargobind about this plan and Guru Hargobind is very happy about this he says yeah this place is gonna be great for us and he says you know thank you this is awesome and uh, so they set up camp there, and Guru Hargobind puts, puts his tents all set up. They get the whole army uh, geared up now, and then Jodhrai with his uh, warriors and mercenaries, then they begin to set up their camps as well. And that's where chapter 39 ends off, and, and uh, the, sh the scene is going to change now, and it's going to go back to Lahore, where they talk about how Shah Jahan now is getting ready uh, from his end for battle. And that's where we're going to pick up next time. Jara auga chadke, jauga chadke, haasena harenga, tarlalala marenga, sharn parenga, tetarenga, gajgaj karayi aave, guru arjbenshaw ke manpa aave, ne halo jaave, sir. Sir, sir, sir.